atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio. This is the broadcast for March 31st in the year of our Lord, 2020, hour two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Kurt wants to tell you about a homeowner. Kurt? Very good, Sam. Yeah, that's right. Um, in this case, uh, let's see, let me find that one there. Uh this particular homeowner um, leaves a care package on porch for delivery workers during coronavirus pandemic. Now, we you finished know, so last hour, Kurt, really quick, mm-hmm. just talking about in the U.K. They asked for like 250,000 coronavirus volunteers, and they got well over 405,000 in 24 hours. Now you read about a homeowner that's volunteering some kindness, too, Kurt. Um, this is just going well, on all over the world, and I don't really see people telling you about it. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, we try to highlight them, especially because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to promote hope and good things. And uh, it seems like so much of the media um, doesn't want to do that. And especially uh, with these God stories, for example, uh, you know, we talked about the guy who said that God breathed into his lungs. And it's a Breitbart piece. He said that about... uh, and at three o'clock in the morning, if you didn't hear the story, he was, uh, you know, this guy was basically feeling like he was uh, going to die. And the doctor said they'd tried everything and that they had to get the fluid out of his lungs. And he had heard the voice of God tell him, you're getting better. And he says uh, um, about, I guess it was about three o'clock in the morning. I got to the point where I couldn't even breathe. And I tell you, I felt like I had a man laying on my chest and the weight of this man was so heavy that he was taking my breath. Uh, He says, I mean, it was like I couldn't even breathe. And then all of a sudden I felt this, I felt air blown into my lungs. And I know as a believer that God was there with me and he began to blow air in my lungs and I took a deep breath. Uh, He said the doctor came in the next morning and informed him that he had hardly any fluid left in his lungs and asked him if he was a praying man. Well, here's the end of the story. The doctor came in and checked me and he said, you hardly yesterday, you were worse than you've ever been. And I come in here today and you don't have hardly any fluid in your lungs at all. And he asked me, he said, I just wanted to ask you if you're a praying man. And I said, yes, sir, I pray. I pray constantly. And he said, well, I found in my practice when people pray, when people pray that that positive energy causes the body to begin to heal itself. And I said, you can believe that if you want to. But I'm telling you, God came in my room last night and healed me. So. You know, that's that's good kind of stuff. uh, It's great stuff, uh, and it's worth repeating stuff. Yeah, good point. Right? And so you look at that. It gets repeated all the time, you know. Well, to nausea, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Nausea, that's a great point. Whoa. I don't know if you (sighs) saw this, Kurt, but there's this guy. He's the MyPillow CEO. Do you know about this guy? Yep, yep, yep. I watched him last night or yesterday. With uh, he was there with the president, um, and uh, his name is Mike uh, 
trying to remember is Mike Lindell. Yeah. And uh, he was there with the president at the uh, briefing yesterday. Uh, and this guy, uh, you know, if you don't know his story, he battled addiction and won and all that kind of stuff. And now he's uh, an outspoken conservative. Uh, and while he was there, the president had invited him there because his company has uh, started making masks to protect the, uh, you know, America's healthcare workers. Instead of doing the pillows and uh, sheets and things, they're making the masks. And uh, so he had a written statement. And then after his written statement, I thought it was really cool because he basically went off script and he basically said, hey, uh, that God was uh, doing great work through uh President Trump and uh, his people were behind him and uh, so was he and here's a guy who you know basically has gone through some really rough times with his addictions and things and now he's a CEO uh, and so he basically said read your really Bibles is. yeah and then he says um, read your Bible and turn to God Imagine that. See, this is a guy that's voluntarily turning his company, right, to make these uh, yeah. masks and stuff like that. And, and he appears with President Trump. Where's the mainstream press telling you about this guy? Well, that's a great point, Sam. I mean, I don't really and, see uh, the news talking about it. I went to Fox and I went to CNN and I went all over the place and it just isn't there well, but this is the, the president word in it. it's the president yeah. at a press conference on coronavirus and the mainstream press is like hey this is full of fake news we don't even want to carry it they claim and right. then you got this guy that's an entrepreneur struggled with his own life conquered yeah. successful and then says hey you know what you need to use your bible and you need to turn to god in this time and i'm going to i'm going to not just talk about god i'm going to pray hard and i'm going to turn to my bible and i'm going to then go to work and do what I can to make things better in my factories and stuff like that. And I just think, man, could you find better news, better examples, better messages of hope than this? Right. Franklin Graham, you know who he is, of course, yeah, of course. Graham's son. Uh, he said this about Mike Lindell's deal. He said, I appreciate all those who are stepping up to the fight against the coronavirus. We see a lot of great companies that are adapting their manufacturing to help meet the shortages of medical equipment and supplies. He says, I read that GM, Ford and Tesla had switched their production to making ventilators. Another one is Mike Lindell's MyPillow manufacturing, which is switching 70 percent of their production to now be making cotton face masks for healthcare workers. Now, you know CEO it's the MyPillow people Lindell. that support the USA News at the bottom of the hour, too, right, Kurt? Well, yeah, I mean, these people are uh, all in as far as I can see, uh, Sam. And, and uh, the bottom line, from what I can tell, uh, is that, you know, you, you look at this, uh, Franklin Graham calls him, uh, he says... Uh, uh, let's see, he says, Mike's life is a testimony to the transforming power of Jesus Christ. He was a drug addict. After he accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior, God totally took away his desire for drugs. Now he's an outspoken and bold Christian. And you can watch that uh, thing from yesterday with the president. You'll see that for sure. What a great testimony. I'm thankful for all the companies and individuals across this country that are pulling together and doing their part in this battle. And, uh, you know, a little footnote on the Franklin Graham thing. As far as I know, his group called the Samaritan's Purse is putting up a hospital in uh, Central Park 
in New York, Sam. Uh, so, oh, man, you know, you'll probably I mean, get the mayor and the governor to just shut them down or something to battle that. Well, I maybe, but, you know, it seems like what in an these example. tough times, yeah, that uh, people kind of allow that. Uh, they let the whole God thing go when there's some really tough times, you know, and so that's that's good to see. Uh, yeah, and, there uh, you go. Mike Lindell. Anyway, great tough. news. We commend Mike for his efforts and his stance and his support of the president. I really think yes. the president needs to fire this Anthony Fauci guy, though. This guy's a nut or Fauci, whatever you call him. I mean, the guy's just an extremist, just peddling panic everywhere. And then when the facts start to come, the guy has to backpedal. There's all kinds of other doctors that are speaking out saying, you know what? This isn't what we're being told by Anthony Fauci or whatever. This just isn't the way it is. Uh, anyway, there's well, a landlord. You know, uh, yeah. Just before we get to that one, uh, just a little more on the president. Yeah, I'll uh, never get to I your found. stories, Kurt, if you keep this up, though. <laughs> I know, but I, I just I mean, I've already got, like, some... back to the first of January stuff to get to. Well, you just have to leave that alone, Can't Sam. do it, just man. Just say, hey, we can't. We can't then I'm get, guilty of spiking Kurt's stories. I can't do it. Not really. you know, you got to spike just, your own I've already you given you the permission all right. uh, to go ahead. all that. Uh, so you want more of my pillow guy? No. And the president's... You know, interview or the news conference yesterday. Things about fifty minutes long, and so yeah. I watched the whole thing. And one of the questions uh, there was one lady brought up <laughs> that I think is so so important, especially when it comes to New York and uh, other areas, especially these big cities. You know, she points out that hey, uh, total number of deaths in America was something like two thousand something for the whole thing. Yeah, it's like three thousand now, though. Well, anyway, and she said uh, that the number for the number of abortions per day, uh, the killing of little babies per day, is nearly that same number. And, uh, you know, she, man, she's right on target. And she had a great point. And, yeah, but nobody cares yet, about that uh, hardly, Kurt. Well, not enough to I make think, a difference. I think you can connect the actual plague in New York City to, uh, you know, and, you know, that whole thing to the way they treat them, where they they were just in the last year, we heard they were all, you know, I'm talking about their whole legislature, all excited about passing a bill that basically said, even if a little baby survives an abortion, you can still kill it afterwards. And I'm just telling you, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's what they do. And there's not enough of us conservatives to do anything about it. We talk, talk, talk. Just look at the Texas governor to make the point. The guy says, hey, you know what? These abortion mills are not essential services. We're going to stop abortions in our state until we get through this coronavirus. And he gets sued. You know, there's a few good people standing yep. up, but there's not enough of us. Let's see. And one other real big footnote, if you ask me, it was kind of cool. Is, so you got the president talking about. By the way, footnotes are small, Kurt. Well, yeah, except for, you know, it's like a temporary tax, you know. I mean, the income tax was one of those. And, uh, you know, the thing has been around forever, so you can just change it and make a footnote. Big. Yeah, too bad but Donald doesn't get rid of it. The bottom line was. The president, uh, you know, announced and showed these real quick testing devices where you could get this test done real yeah, fast. Yeah, five minutes. And and they could uh, basically disinfect all these masks that they've been throwing away, which is big news, if you ask me. Amen. Attention, Liberty News Radio listeners. 
Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News that networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. I want to highlight the contrast between the truth and the belligerent extremist media. All right, you got this doctor, Dr. Deborah Burks. She cautions against mass media hysteria, and she says, uh, she lays out the facts about this. Now, listen to this from Deborah. We already played it, but here's the subset to make this point in contrast with USA Today. Listen to this. Here's Dr. Deborah. And then finally, the situation about ventilators. We were reassured and meeting with our colleagues in New York that there are still ICU beds remaining, and there's still significant over 1,000 or 2,000 ventilators that have not been utilized yet. Please, for the reassurance of people around the world, to wake up this morning and look at people talking about creating DNR situations, do not resuscitate situations for patients. There is no situation in the United States right now that warrants that kind of discussion. All right, there's nothing that warrants that. There's uh, several thousand ventilators that aren't even being used. There's hospital beds available. She just says this isn't even true. Now, in contrast to that, listen to this headline from USA Today. Hospitals lack staff to run ventilators. By Kevin McCoy and Katie Waddell. USA Today, they say while the coronavirus threatens the nation's health care systems, hospitals need tens of thousands of ventilators. As the disease attacks people's lungs, okay, we, we don't need tens of thousands of ventilators. 
She already said in the worst ground zero part of the United States, there's a couple of thousand that aren't even being used. She says someone, or the USA Today article says someone needs to operate those breathing machines. And there's not enough specially trained personnel to run them. Health care experts warn. Wow. They're very complex machines. And you don't have enough respiratory therapists. Said Thomas Frieden. He's the former director of the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, he's at complete odds with this doctor. You're going to have to train doctors and nurses to run them. This is not a surprise. Now, listen carefully. We have known for more than 15 years that this is one of the biggest choke points in saving lives in a pandemic. They're trying to speed students in the field of the front lines. They're trying to bring retired respiratory therapists out of retirement. They're doing all they can, they claim. They call it the invisible war. Now, listen, they then say that they might repurpose ventilators that are used in other places. They say the battle rages hottest in New York City. 60% of the COVID cases were there as of last week. Now it's more like 40%, but still. Now, listen carefully. They say New York State or New York City is one of the lowest in concentrations for what they call respiratory therapists compared to the national average. Now listen to this. So they say the number of respiratory therapists is, is low in Salt Lake or in New York City. But can't you bring people in from out of town that are volunteers? We just told you last hour in the UK, they asked for 250,000 volunteers. They got over 400,000. Okay, so this idea that we don't have enough people to run these machines, I don't deny they may be a little bit complicated to run, but they're not so complicated you can't train a doctor or a nurse uh, or train somebody to run these things. Let's be clear. There's people to run them, but there's a couple of thousand ventilators that aren't even being used. There's people that are trained to run them. Now, here's what's interesting. In New York City, they say they don't have enough trained people to run them. And in Washington State, where the outbreak occurred, they don't have enough either. Now, isn't that interesting? Okay, think about this. In the two places where this coronavirus outbreak happens the most, Washington State, Seattle area, and in Washington, or I mean, in New York, and that's where they claim that they don't have enough ventilator specialists or people to run them? That's a very odd connection, isn't it? But the story gets more interesting as the USA Today people preach doomsday against Dr. Burke's commentary. Complete opposite, right? But then they say this. New York hospitals are now converting anesthesia machines to ventilators. Kurt, did you know that? Did you know you can convert an anesthesia machine to a ventilator? Well, I'm learning more about that, Sam. I mean, uh, and the president, I think, uh, mentioned that uh, so many people are okay, so stepping wait a minute. up with all these opportunities. We got a couple of thousand extra hanging around, says Dr. Deborah. And then we got the ability to, you know, convert these anesthesia machines to ventilators. And then Mr. Cuomo says even the most drastic of measures might not be enough, Kurt. 
Well, that's him, what? you know, doing the whole, uh, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, but it goes against again, what this you know. Dr. Deborah's saying, Kurt. Yeah, I know. Completely but, against. Know, it's it's going to get him more coverage with CNNs and the MSNBCs and stuff like that. And if that's the only thing the AP covers, then you're going to get more panic and more, you know, tragedy out of the whole thing, right? Yeah, you ready for more, Kurt? I don't know. But now, ventilators are machines that help seriously ill patients breathe, right? That's the way I understand it. All right. Now, as far as I understand, Kurt, they have the ability. Uh, it's not commonly done because it's not best practice. But in an emergency, they have the ability to hook up more than one patient to a ventilator. Yep. All right. So they say they have 150,000 respiratory therapists in the United States. Of course, you got to pass board certifications. Of course, you got to get a government license in the state in which you work. They say their numbers are sufficient, or their numbers are sufficient for ordinary times, but not enough for the pandemic. But what about people that work for ventilator companies, Kurt? You think those people that make them might know how to run them? I think so. You know, you can make one, but you can't run it. Come on now. All right. They decided against training therapists to get in the field faster, Kurt. What have you, um, what have you uh, got, say, a Kurt Crosby? And you said, Kurt's a volunteer. He's a nice guy. And he's going to train with somebody for the next, you know, 30 days to run one of these ventilators. And Kurt's going to watch every move, ask every question, do his very best to be the quick study. Do you think in 30 days Kurt could learn to run one of these? Yep. What if Kurt's not perfect at it? What if a ventilator expert monitors, say, three quick-trained non-experts? So a real ventilator therapist monitors three Kurt Crosbys after being trained for 30 days. You think that would work? See, there's ways to solve these crises that they make you believe there's just no answers for. Okay, each year, three to 7,000 of these respirator experts graduate from college, Kurt. I think you might get a few of those that, well, they were a little bit away from graduating, and maybe, uh, I don't know how many years it takes to get one of these degrees, but maybe you take folks that have a year left. You think they might be able to train a little quicker, Kurt, or no? Yeah, I think so. Okay, you think that somebody that mirrors somebody for a long time might not understand everything, but they can certainly run it, especially under the supervision of somebody who does know? It's almost like the apprenticeship program, Sam, that used to be around for so long, you know? Yeah, they say now they're cutting red tape to help retirees return quickly, Kurt. So red tape is the big problem. uh, well, and the president mentioned that yesterday in his uh, news conference. He was like uh, talking to this, uh, I think it was the FDA, if I remember right. Somebody was saying that in their state, I think it was Ohio, the governor called him and said, hey, man, we got these guys that are making these uh, things that you need, but we're not getting the FDA approval. <laughs> now, the listen to this. They say normally the it takes weeks just, to get... Well, this licensing done, this recertification yep. Yep. or continuing indication, they've been able to use red tape to cut or cut red tape to change it from weeks to two days. As people come out of retirement to work part time right. to help with the crisis, Kurt. 
Well, and the president was getting things done in like uh, a day or something that usually would take a year, you know. Uh, and that's just the way, uh, I mean, that looks very good for him, Sam. And what he's basically doing is saying, hey, we're not, we're not having, go having government red tape hold up the, uh, approval process when we got something here that, that's working. And so uh, it's pretty cool to see that happen, if you ask me. Now, there's a lot of people, too, that are in administration who have worked their way up in the ranks who understand these machines and know how to run them, too. Maybe you ought to take a few of those folks out of the administrative jobs and back them on down to the front lines, Kurt. They say there's staffers that are familiar with operating these machines already. They just don't do it every day. A quick training refresher course might get them back online immediately as well say the experts. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A new and somber prediction from the White House Coronavirus Task Force. It's estimating more than 80,000 Americans could die from the virus by August. The number of virus cases in the U.S. reaching over 164,000 as of last night. Earlier yesterday, the death toll had surpassed 3,000 in the U.S. House Democrats are working on another bill, this one to focus on rebuilding after the national effects of the coronavirus pandemic. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying, I hope that in this next bill uh, that we will be able to address the concerns of our state and local governments. That is absolutely essential. We need to do more by way of our appropriations, by way of our tax code, and by way of policy, and also by way of the Fed. She spoke on MSNBC, and this is USA Radio. News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I do high school ball. I umpire softball and baseball. So I'm very busy and very active. And the main thing I've noticed since I started Balance of Nature is when I do these baseball, softball tournaments, I don't deal with cramps anymore, which has really been a big deal because I used to be basically after two days of a tournament, I would be bound up with cramping a good bit of the next day. And now I don't deal with it at all. So that's a real good thing. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. A Federal Reserve economist in St. Louis is predicting that the United States could see an unemployment rate of over 32% in the second quarter, saying 47 million workers may be laid off because of the coronavirus outbreak. Millions of Americans have already been laid off as states and localities are shutting down non-essential businesses and Americans are avoiding public gathering spots trying to contain the spread of the virus. A Florida pastor is facing charges for holding church services during the virus outbreak. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was arrested yesterday after ignoring social distancing orders with a packed service at his Tampa Bay megachurch the previous day. Howard Brown was charged with unlawful assembly and violation of public health rules. 
Kansas is the latest state to change its Democratic primary because of the pandemic. Now it's going to be conducted completely by mail. And this is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. So I've managed to take the page from the playbook of Deborah Burks, Dr. Deborah Burks, and I'm able to take this USA Today story that they just have as negative as it gets. When you read the story, you almost just want to die. I mean, everything's going horrible. But you look at it and you go, it isn't even close to the way they're saying, Kurt, and I proved it with every point, point by point, blow for blow, breaking down the article. They're just not honest, Kurt. They're not focusing on the solutions. They're not focusing on the opportunities or the, the way to handle it at all. It's amazing what's going on here. There's so many ways to tap people into being able to convert different things to these uh, ventilators, to make a bunch of them and put them online quickly, to distribute them as needed, to get people to run them. To There's so many opportunities here for good to happen, and they're not focusing on any of it. Shame on them. Is all I can say. All right, a landlord's doing a great job helping out, Kurt. Everybody's doing their part is the point. Exactly, Sam. And the headline reads, Landlord tells restaurant tenants to pay workers, not rent, during coronavirus outbreak. So, you know, the bottom line is, hey, you know, the landlord's stepping up. And uh, as you said, some good, more good things are happening. And you can say that's just a drop in the bucket, and I agree. But you know what? Everybody doing their little part before you know it, man. It becomes the bucket's full, buddy. Just ask the people in the U.K. that asked for 250,000 volunteers and got 405,000 in 24 hours. One volunteer probably thought when they volunteered it was a drop in the bucket, huh, Kurt? That's right. Now the bucket's overflowing, baby. That's right. All right. Bureaucrats deny students credit for classwork at home. But millions are keeping up while the coronavirus shuts down schools. See, again, they're negative, Kurt. Well, that's right. It's a World Net Daily story. And the fact is, Sam, uh, I mean, if you really let this whole uh, shutting down of schools kind of thing go and uh, people doing things online and uh, stuff like that, it would just completely change in massive ways uh, this whole uh you know, control of of American uh, students, et cetera, and, and America's tax dollars in so many ways, because uh, you could you could expose all those students to the best English teacher or the best Spanish teacher or whatever it is, and you wouldn't have to have one for every school, and you could eliminate so much. Uh, Un, so many unneeded individuals there, and also uh, you could lower the power of those unions. Uh, you don't have to build all those buildings. Uh, the environmentalists ought to be really excited about that. You don't have to have all those buses cruising around spewing all that toxic stuff into the airs that they tell you it's so toxic when you do it with your car, but never when it's a government school bus, you know. Uh, so there's just a lot of things that they don't really want to make this well what about the Khan Academy it might become the model of the future where it's not expensive at all Kurt and stuff like that and you know there's just so many changes here folks that you're seeing and a lot of it's good but I don't see why though when people are forced to go home I, I kind of have a problem with this though people are forced to go home 
And guys like me are saying they shouldn't be, right? Jerry Faldwell uh, at Liberty University is bringing people back to the university. He's getting criticized big time, but he's doing it, and good for him. This poor guy tried to you know, have people come to church, and they literally arrested the poor guy down there in Florida. But here's the point. Bureaucrats deny students credit for classwork at home. I don't think they should be able to do that, Kurt. If you're home doing your best and keeping up, they need to give you credit for it at least. Well, but then Sam, like you say, uh, yeah, but they got to do it. Well, I think somebody needs to I sue them. I hope they will. And and the good ones, uh, you know, for example, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints has a great programs for that uh, with the pathway, uh, BYU pathway, and all these things. Then there's so many others. Uh, you're seeing online education just skyrocket in so many ways. Uh, and uh, it makes it so that people can do their, you know, learning uh, on their schedule. You know, they Amen to that. get in a job and different things like that. All right. Well, while we're talking about saving lives and opportunities and working together and everything else, the government's just doubling down on murder. Kurt, two murder stories back to back from your government. First one starts out NYT editors. That's the New York Times. Donald loves to criticize them, but loves to be in their newspaper as well. Anyway, they're just, um, what, doubling down, Kurt? New York editors? Well, it says uh, headline from World Net Daily NYT editors demand more abortions during pandemic. Higher death count, please. You know, and you just. <laughs> I mean, it just seems so uh, disingenuous, if you will, Sam, to use one of those fancy, uh, you know, um, terms for this world today, these politically correct terms. Uh, But when uh, individuals uh, are so concerned about people dying from coronavirus that uh, at least they say they are, uh, and then on the other hand, to be so pushy about killing babies at the same time, it just doesn't make sense. But Newsbusters is a source and they say, you know, you live in a healthy society when it's elite journalists demand even more dead bodies than those being produced by a pandemic. Uh, they say that's precisely what the New York Times editorial board asked for in their recent piece that called for even more abortions during the coronavirus outbreak. Imagine that even as normal life has been interrupted all around us, lefties need abortion meals to be one of the few constant and sure things still operating. Uh, And the shocking op-ed titled Make Abortion More Available During the Pandemic, Not Less, the New York Times attacked the fact that some leaders, especially those on the local level, have deemed the child-killing facilities non-essential and thus ordered to suspend their functions. So... Anyway, the New York Times. Well, boy, the only thing they're probably saying is you won't get the coronavirus if they just kill you right off, off the bat. You won't even have a chance to get the coronavirus there. So, Great point, Sam. You yeah. know, that's kind of what's going on. But anyway, these uh, NYT, these New York Times editors, they're nuts. I mean, they're just flat out crazy. All right, but it gets worse because government caught giving permission to telemedicine abortions. So you just, what, call into your doctor via the phone and say, I need to murder my baby. And they say, by all means, let me send you the tools for murder. And I guess when they got caught, things changed, Kurt? 
Well, that's exactly right. Um, this is a WorldNet Daily piece as well. Uh, and the uh, subheadline says, quickly drops plans when questions arise. Um, and amid, they say, the coronavirus shutdown, the British government has hastily withdrawn a proposal to allow telemedicine abortions. Uh, Christian Concern uh, said it was one of the British pro-life groups that protested the legislation. There's... Uh, Anyway, in short, it says it specified that the home of a registered medical practitioner was approved as a place for abortion for the purpose only of prescribing the medicines known as, I think these are the ones that kill the baby, uh, they're chemicals used to determine a pregnancy chemically. The treatment could be done at the home of a pregnant woman, it says. Um, and these people protest. Yeah, so they don't believe in home school or home birth, but they believe in home right, murder. Home right? abortion. That's how it is. Right. All right. Okay. How does America pay for a $2 trillion bailout package? We already talked about this story, but it's got an interesting twist. Kurt? Well, this lady who we so rarely agree with, uh, Taleb is her name, uh, T-L-A-I-B, and she basically, uh, you know, wants to hand over to the Federal Reserve $2 trillion corona, or I mean, uh, shiny coins that would both say a trillion dollars on them. I'm thinking, well, make one that just says a tr- two trillion on it. But, uh, you know, her plan is to uh, hand out debit cards during the coronavirus and mint these trillion dollar coins to cover the cost. Uh, and you I know, got just mint three of them, me Kurt, thinking, give everybody a bunch more cash or four of them and just increase the cash. I mean, you know. That's exactly right. Why let a good and, thing go uh, to waste, you know? When you when you look back at the uh, days of uh, Bo Greitz, when he suggested that with with the right kind of uh, coin, you could just pay off the Federal Reserve and get us out of that bad deal. She just hasn't forgot, hasn't included that part of uh, yeah, you got that getting right. us out of the Federal Reserve. You know? All right, Kurt's 27th stories. We're going back to the 27th. Kurt wants to talk about a coronavirus great awakening, Kurt. Oh, yeah. the uh, Well, the headline reads, Sometimes the most important ingredient for spiritual renewer is a cataclysmic event. And uh, we've seen this happen before, Sam, like on 9-11. You know, all these people die, and then what happens? People are praying, and God, you know, yeah, bring they need it. God in their lives. And, and so that's one of the things that's happening now. I mean, imagine New York without coronavirus do you think they'd allow somebody like uh, franklin graham and his samaritan's purse to put a hospital in central Central park Park, yeah probably not i think they'd be like no way these people are anti you know lgbtq they would call them but it's good news delaware governor's in the news too kurt yeah, uh, he changes his shutdown order and says gun stores can remain open. So, you know, that's good news. All right, remember back in the 70s, depending on your license plate, you were an even or an odd day when it comes to buying gas? That was like, what, 50 years ago? Huh. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is buy sell spread for gold coins well when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth say twelve hundred dollars you don't actually get twelve hundred dollars but don't worry we're members of upma now so we don't have to worry about that 
Daddy, why somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Back with you live. Got a lot of stories, man. All right. Kurt's on fire with stories. We're going back to his 27th list of stories. And I guess the world's on the brink of running out of places to put oil, Kurt. Wait a minute. I thought in the 70s well, there wasn't enough oil, buddy, and we we're going to just, you know, it was so expensive. You only could get oil on the even of the odd days to put in your car. And I mean, it was horrible. That was like 50 years ago, buddy. And then they created the energy department to solve all that. Yeah, good point. Now they got the opposite problem 50 years later? Too much oil? No place well, to put it? What you've seen, Sam, over the last few years is uh, you've got especially a lot less regulation where the government's getting out of the way and letting private industry and free enterprise move forward. And so bottom line is right now there's a big supply of oil. Uh, whether it's being produced in Russia or uh, Saudi Arabia or the world's leading producer of it right here in America now. Uh, hey, uh, and then, of course, you got all these people who are told to, you know, shelter at home and all that kind of stuff. So nobody's really driving much. So you're just you're just getting a huge amount. They even saying now. I know, but this is 50 places, years later. When we were already out of oil like 50 years ago, buddy. Yeah, and they told us that uh, all those dinosaurs were just, I mean, all that oil from them were just going to disappear. Not that the Earth is continuing to create some. No, there was none. It reminds me of the global warming, uh, then the global cooling, and now they're the climate change. Pretty soon they'll just say oil change. Well, wait a minute, you get that all the time. You got some places in America where you can get 99 cents a gallon of gas. Yes, that's true. You know. Not where it's I live. Cool. Never, never, never. No. But hey, where everybody else but lives, that's happening. It's getting close to two bucks around yeah, here. Yeah, we're double. Hundred percent yeah. more than yeah. 
other places, sad to say. But, you know, I find that interesting. All right. Do you know who Jack Ma is, people? Well, he's, uh, you know, the big hotshot dude from Alibaba, Sam. And uh, I always thought Alibaba sounds more like a kind of a Saudi Arabian, you know, uh, kind of a Middle East group. But Alibaba is a big Chinese entity, kind of like uh, Amazon for the world, if you will, Alibaba. And uh, co-founder of the, that is named Jack Ma. Uh, and now he's generously donated masks, protective suits, and coronavirus testing kits. Um, the first round of these donations took off for the U.S., on March 15th. Now, I didn't really hear much about that talk. And to me, it seems like a story like that would kind Kurt. of put, uh, make America and Chinese, Kurt. you know, a little friendlier relationship. How are you going to make everybody believe that there's just an absolute meltdown at the hospitals if you say that, you know, the Chinese are sending, you know, equipment? But there's also yeah. another article that says most of the equipment the Chinese are sending out is defective, Kurt. Yeah, that's that's a problem. So, uh, you know. and of course, I don't know about that. I just know that, uh, you know, I can't imagine everything being defective. But, you know, that's that's part of why I believe, like the president's pointing out in his news uh, conferences, hey, here's these American companies that are doing great work and uh, they're presenting these uh, products, making them right here in America where we, you know, he's not yeah. highlighting the fact that we then we don't have to rely on places like China to do it. But that's, uh, you know, a footnote, if you will, I think, in the, all the stories. Yeah, there's good things happening everywhere. I appreciate Jack Ma for doing what he's doing. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's doing some good too, Kurt. Well, that's right. The headline reads, Billionaire Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg also pitched in as he announced uh, that his company will donate 720,000 respirator masks it had purchased to protect employees during the wildfires. Uh, you know, remember all those wildfires back in, you know, California a little while back. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a bunch of these. I found a bunch of these little parts um in the bottom of another story, so I just felt like they were, you know, stuff you should highlight, you know. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, now, in Italy, where the virus yeah. has ravaged the country. That's right. They say 64,000 citizens infected, over 6,000 dead, 20 of this country's billionaires, including fashion designer Giorgio Armani. They've pledged over $44 million to fight coronavirus in their country. That's according to Forbes. Now, you know, I mean, these are a bunch of these billionaires that Bernie Sanders hates and all that stuff. And yet, hey, they're they're coming to bat, aren't they? Sam? Yeah, you got to love it. And they're not doing it by force, from what I understand, either, Kurt. It's like, right. you know, they're choosing to do so uh, for their own heart nice. and minds. They're just saying, hey, we need to help out here and something we want to do. That's how charity is supposed to work. There's, by the way, actors and actresses uh, singing and doing concerts from their own houses, too, to raise money. Kurt, That's did right. you see that Garth Brooks and Trisha Earwood are doing a joint conference together? Or not yeah, conference, or co um, joint concert. concert. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. raise a bunch yeah. of money. And they're yeah. like, hey, what's your what song do you want us to sing? And they're really That's doing good some stuff, good work. Right? And there's a lot of people doing that, too. And I commend them. Now, mm -hmm. Kurt wants to tell you about gold and silver mines. This is your 26th batch of stories, Kurt. I'm trying to go backwards, you know. Very good. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was let's see, part two. Is it part two or part one? I don't know. 
Can't keep track oh, of all okay. that. Oh, okay, I can see it. Yeah, okay, it is part one. It says, buy gold and silver mines under construction in lieu of physical precious metals. Now, I would suggest to buy, you know, the real thing, but, you know, the, uh, Come at on, least Kurt. as compared to buying a piece of paper that says, uh, you know, you've got some, at least if you're buying part of a mine, I guess that's a smart move. But uh, uh, anyway, that's that's what one guy suggests. And so there are gold and silver mines under construction, Sam. I mean, I don't know why they're after that stuff. Don't they know you make paper out, I mean, money out of paper? You know? Well, they just don't get it, probably. Yeah, you know. that's right. Anyway, um, I guess this is kind of an interesting twist. You know, I might have the chance to go to Yale now, ladies and gentlemen. I never right. thought I'd get this incredible opportunity. I'm just so happy about this. Yeah, you could say you're a Yale uh, graduate, maybe, or something like that. But according to CNN, Yale has what's called a massively popular happiness course that's available free online. I think a lot of the guys at CNN ought to take it, I think. But anyway, they say as you're spending more time at home and working to stay sane during the coronavirus pandemic, you might be able to find solace in Yale's a mega popular happiness course, which is available for free online through Coursera. Coursera. I've never heard of Coursera. But anyway, uh, you know, here's Yale, uh, you know, basically having an online happiness course. I mean, uh, that's kind of never thought I'd have the chance to go to Yale. But man, you know, and, and by the way, times, in, their, Kurt. in their story, they say happiness comes from the simple things. I mean, imagine that, Sam. Uh, the simple things are what bring you happiness. Huh. Yeah, I like Krispy Kreme donuts, for one thing. <laughs> there you go, Sam. And they say you can audit the course for free, uh, you know, and uh, one lady said she was attracted to the happiness course, took the plunge after seeing raving reviews from other students. I mean, uh, Maybe the president will have to tell people, you guys are all going to need to take the happiness course. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe the media needs to take it because they're not happy about anything. It seems like they're just delighted about the negativity everywhere. But, Kurt, Krispy Kreme, I guess they're giving away free donuts to health care workers during the coronavirus pandemic. So that makes Kurt happy at Krispy Kreme donuts. I assume it will make those workers happy, too, right, Kurt? Well, isn't it a nice thing, I mean, to see uh, places just stepping up to help out, you know? And uh, I don't care if you're Krispy Kreme or anybody else. It's just nice to see people uh, doing their there best and being being good people. Now, Kurt, you wanted to wish Nancy a happy birthday. Is that what you were saying? Well, she just had her 80th birthday, or they call her an octogenarian. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I thought it was so amazing. I mean, if it was a uh, time when Rush, or Ron Paul was running for president, it seemed like every day everybody talked about how old he was. He was in his 70s, and yet Nancy Pelosi, I mean, you hardly even got a mention of how that she's now 80 years old, you know, right? Yeah, there you go. Kind of Nothing like happiness, right? Weird deal. Yeah. And you want to talk about a cathedral? They got kind of a weird deal going on. Well, apparently, Sam, they had uh, bought some of these N95 masks a while back, and they had them, you know, stored there. And they were looking around, and all of a sudden they found 5,000 of them. And so, uh, hey, they, they uh, well, they contributed them. So, you know, the people are finding them, you know, and helping out. 
which is a pretty cool story, I think. Yeah, it is. It's just weird that they have all those masks what, in a crypt. Yeah, that's it's right. Kind of I, weird. I think it's basically just, you know, the, the term should have been just in storage, you know. But they put them in somewhere where they'd be safe. And uh, that's, I mean, that's where they were at the National Cathedral. I'm always wondering, apparently, uh, uh, we've got our own National Cathedral. Do we do we fund that with tax dollars? How does that all work, you know? But that's probably another story, right? Trump taps... Michael Savage, Kurt. What's up with that? Well, I thought this was interesting. There's a thing there in uh, uh, California. I think it's in the San Francisco area where he broadcasts from. But Michael Savage uh, has been uh, tapped for what's called the Presidio Post. I guess it's a uh, the Presidio is some big uh, military, uh, well, kind of an area there that covers a bunch of ground. And so you've got these... Uh, guys on the board of it and so michael savage is now going to be on the board of that or uh, you know as some would call him dr michael savage uh, it's just interesting to see how the president um in, in our lifetime we've never really seen any of these uh, talk radio people get promoted much uh, we've seen them be invited by the president like president bush invited them to the white house but they were told they couldn't really say anything about it but now you've got the president giving an award to rush limbaugh and uh, tapping uh, michael savage for this uh, presidio post. it's a start it's a, that's for sure board of the you know it's it's not he didn't call you yet sam but uh, he's, he's working, working on it. he's getting closer every day there uh so maybe anyway, if he gets his second term it'll happen huh yeah, All right, go. Franklin Graham to Andrew Cuomo. Very good. Uh, you know, he says, uh, what about babies' lives? Uh, and I've kind of been mentioning this a little bit. He says, I respectively urge the ma the governor to consider his statements. Um, you know, and, and the bottom line is... Uh, yeah, don't be so act, murderous. Yeah, people act so concerned about... You know, those who might die about coronavirus, and yet we kill more people than have died so far in one day when we kill those bit little babies. Well, and the pro-death people a lot of times sure want to cling on to lives for themselves. It reminds me of kind of like the uh, <clears throat> suicide bombers or whatever. It's like when you find out the guy that masterminds all the suicide bombers, he's not doing it. <laughs> Mark Cuban's in the news, too, Kurt. Well, and you know who he is. He's the owner of the Houston uh, basketball team, the way I remember it, or maybe the Dallas Mavericks anyway. Uh, but he was on The View, and the hostesses were spouting anti-Trump talking points. And so he, that usually doesn't really stand up for the president, he did. And he uh, schooled him there, according to the Western Journal. Wow, I never so thought I'd have a lot good to say about Mark, but good for you, Mark. Yeah. We appreciate it, brother. You want to know why, Kurt? Because the truth is what matters, and good for Mark seeing it. Amen to that. I'm man. not saying the president is perfect, but he does deserve a lot of credit. And I think yeah, we need to highlight credit where credit is due, ladies and good gentlemen. Point. All right, thanks for being alongside for the ride. For Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs>